0: Hello and welcome to the Mothball Prophecies. I'm Samantha Mashburn and I'm Jill Huffman. And today we're joined again by one of our favorites. I'm so excited. Jill's so excited. We're all excited. We're sitting back down with Brandy of Pocketful of Heirlooms today to talk about more of her junk that we didn't get to in the first episode. And we're so pumped. And today we're sitting in your attic. We're in my basement. (laughs) We're connected somehow. I don't even know. How- I
1: know. I was like, what? there's a connection. Something. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. The webcam's angled just so you can see some trash on the floor. It's real life. We're honest here at this podcast.
2: <laughs>
1: we are sometimes.
2: And I, I don't know keep, how to do like, just... any other way. I'm sorry, girls. <laughs> Let me No, this, It's okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's we knew why it. we
2: love you so mm-hmm. much. Yeah.
0: Well, and I keep like looking past you at everything behind oh, you. Oh
2: yeah. It's, there's so much junk. I, we had to get the lighting this. right, you know. What a, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. it can be dark. He's like, no, it can. I'm like, yes, it can. I'm <laughs>
0: like, you could literally be lit with a flashlight and we would be okay. I know, we'd be fine. <laughs> we'd be fine. We'd be still excited. So is this, okay, I love that Eric said, I'm assuming Eric set the lighting up. Yes, you. yes.
2: Well, He did you know, a very good job. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, you know, he does the Zooms all day long. He know, he, Mr. Technology. But I mean, he, what he's a does... computer geek. He's an inter- tech engineer so oh, okay yeah.
0: we yeah. didn't get that in the first well you said okay at the beginning when we were talking before we started recording I did not realize you two had been together for so
2: long oh yeah yeah since I was 15 he was 18 and then we were together four years then we got married and then we moved to California and we waited four years to have kids and yeah now he's almost 50 is he 50 yeah no he's 49 <laughs> and so and i so yeah we've been yeah we just have Even merged into one person. So we're constantly fighting internally.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 That's me and my husband, too. Yeah. Because we've been together for 21 years now. Yeah.
2: Yes. Wow. We- yeah.
0: My husband and I have been together for almost 12.
2: They always go, Is that your brother? I'm like, No, that's my husband. <laughs> And I like when the, the, too. the waitress goes, "Is this together?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, for like I don't know, thirty five years." I know. <laughs>
1: I we got that the other day, and I just looked at him, and I'm like, "Why wouldn't this be together? Like, it's just the two of us." I yeah. that's
0: how. I, maybe they thought we were, we're on a date. You well, just be like, paying. "No, I'm his mistress." <laughs> <laughs> it has to be separate. We can't have a paper trail. But we. I should
1: say that sometime. If mm-hmm, you totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we're gonna use that one yeah
0: please here it will go over quite well (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh man i uh like to play people like that when they ask me a dumb question in my chair like i had one person ask if my tattoos were temporary (laughs) and she was like so she's like are they are they temporary and i went oh yeah i just put them on every morning and she was like oh my god (laughs) and then i looked in the mirror and i went no (laughs)
2: no that's not no eric's always going to tell people when they ask him why we moved to arkansas there's a great tuberculosis clinic and i'm like (laughs) quit! don't say that oh and then they just go
0: then they start to think of is tuberculosis contagious yeah yeah, then then they start going through
1: the list like wait a minute is this still Mm -hmm. a thing like oh maybe i should Be looking
0: for that. (laughs) Oh God, I love funny little things like that. Like if somebody offers me like a mint or something, they'll be like, "Hey, do you want one of these?" And I go, "No, I'm trying to quit." And then they just look at me and they're like, "What I said? Just it's a nasty habit. Trying to trying to stop that. Trying to (laughs) (laughs) quit. But it'll be for the dumbest things. Like, do you need a piece of tape? No, I'm trying to quit. Mm -mm. I don't need that. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. (laughs) Ask me again. Staying on the horse today. (laughs) (laughs) So we, you are Miss Brandy, a listener favorite.
2: Oh well thank
0: you. That's okay. we did a poll <laughs> to ask who everybody loved and you were the most requested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we for sure agree with. That
2: hope that's yeah. a lot of
0: pressure, girls.
2: Let's hope I live what? up to that shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. <you laughs> I do. think so. It's fine. Okay. So to describe to the listener what we see behind you. So Brandy is in her pocket. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's kind of dark. Her right adorable
0: now. pocket. It's okay. But you have behind you there's a chandelier with numbers. Yeah. There's some wrapping paper. There's yeah. a lot of ephemera. That's what what is this, this? Your
2: earlier. I, <gasps> I have a thing oh, for
0: paper. It's... Oh, that paper.
2: It looks like sheets, doesn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah. It Where'd so you find pretty. it? Uh, up at the up at the shop up at Harrisburg Kim's shop. Uh, what's uh, yeah? Nice. Gray's attic. I like to give her a little. <gasps> oh, plug I didn't that. know she was local to you. I love her shop. Yeah, she is local, and so I go up there oh. and add cool stuff all the time because you know she's got a different flavor than I do. But I still like, you know, she's she likes mid-modern and stuff, but I can always find cool stuff. And I'm a junkie for this paper. Like, in mm-hmm. this pocket there, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's eight paper rolls, you know, antique paper rolls. And I use five of them. But then I yeah. start buying them because there's paper on them. And then I'm... Ooh.
0: You know, it's because of you that I bought a fucking gigantic roll of paper at an estate sale this year. <laughs> I did, and it was really cute though. and it's it's, it's like the, the yeah. industrial, it's Christmas themed yeah. like, season's greetings and it's like this thick <laughs> and I bought it and I went, Brandy would be proud. Really? Yeah, that's exactly this. what she did.
1: <laughs> she texted me and she's like, Jill, Brandy would be so proud of me right now. Mm-hmm. And then she sent me a picture and I'm like, yeah, she would. My
2: mom's always like, that's nice. What are you going to do with all that paper? <laughs>
0: Wrap your dead body in it if you don't stop giving me sass. <laughs> yeah. Make you beautiful.
2: My God, I'm going to light it on fire. There, <laughs> there you I go. It. Well,
0: it's one of those things, too, where I'm like, I can't let this just die. No, because you know it will
2: just go in the garbage if you don't take it. Yeah. And I, some things, the, the smallest crap I will buy and bring yeah. home. In like, and I'm like, because it's cute. And I didn't mm. want somebody to throw it in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, but what are you going to do with them? There's so much of that sitting around here. Oh my gosh. It's just stupid, stupid,
0: (laughs) stupid. But I mean, I can say, you know, the way you put these seemingly meaningless bits and bobs together, like, okay, I know you're not selling them, but they were a bigger hit than you expected on your Instagram. The putts houses.
2: Oh yeah. My neighbors. That's what I call them. Oh my God.
0: With the faces? So she has? Yeah. We'll post yeah. some pictures of them. She has putz houses that have, if you if you go back to Brandy's episode page, we have, there's a wench wall that she has. And these are like little wenches. Yes. yes.
2: They're, They're ugly people ones. inside these houses with nasty little sayings in them. Because <sighs> I just, you know, I love the holidays, but, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. I, Do if, it if it just If it just went away tomorrow, I would be okay t- with that too. You know, because mm-hmm. I just, it's so overwhelming for so many people. And it's just—I don't know. I don't. It's just overwhelming. And sometimes you can see that on people's faces when you pass them. And I'm like, God, if Chris, if spring would just come, they'd be okay. I don't know. It's just the holidays. When my kids were little, it was great. But now that they're older, I'm just like, yeah, this could go away. Mm -hmm,
1: Yeah, agreed.
2: So the putt houses are kind of like that thing. (laughs) Just (laughs) like, like, "Mm, I'm going to stick this out and see if anybody pays attention.
0: I love it. Well, it gave me an idea because you, as well as some other sellers, send pictures with your packages that people order for yes. you, which I adore. And that's it, one of those. Now I can't throw them away. Yeah. And um, I was like, when I saw that, I have a whole bunch of Kodachromes that would make excellent window panes in a putts house with the light on the inside. Yeah. To
2: a, oh, that would be do cool. it. So do good it. job. I love. I did sell a peeled. couple last year, I think, because some people wanted them. You know, they're sent me messages and they wanted them and and i'm gonna do the the giveaway for some because i pulled a bunch of them out of the thing and i'm like she told me how to do this giveaway and my husband has to help me do that because i'm not sobby yeah i think yeah okay. we are i have them set aside and hopefully monday or tuesday we can do that we can do a giveaway
0: yeah oh fun
2: but i don't put them all out because i had i got a huge huge lot of them and I did a bunch of them, and they they were in a drawer somewhere. So,
0: do you find those at a lot of sales, or do you are you making them yourself?
2: Oh no, I found they were real putts houses that I found a big wow. box of them, and so I was just like, and I sold some of them that were in really great condition with the mica still on them, but then yeah, they weren't so I was like, oh, I have mica snow, I'll add snow, and because you know you have to take the bottom of them off, yeah, and then put it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I
0: make putts houses for fun. You do? Yes, I just which. She can't. Kate, spell check. Take your headphones out. (laughs) Stop listening. Stop listening. We'll know. Um, I'm her (laughs) holiday present this year is it's a haunted putts house. Yeah, so cute. So I made this like it's like a gray and it's got a like faux slate roof that I made with cardboard that I painted gray. Yeah, and then it's got this wonderful piping of like it's like the sparkly gray chenille that one of my clients found yeah so and it's got that around the roof and then there's a googly eye in one of the windows and i lined the inside of the house for because i tissue paper the windows in my putts houses yeah but i have my grandmother gave me an entire stack of japanese rice paper napkins this would work perfect that are like from the fifties or sixties that I can't, I was like, what the hell am I? There's so many. And I'm like, I want to frame some of them, but I'm like, I have to use these because they're just like slowly degrading as time yeah, passes. Right. So anyways, I made this little haunted putz house. I'm going to make little haunted trees to go with it on a That's, base. It's so cute. For we her. Super cute. I will. I'm going to post um, the stuff that I'm making for people after, after, yeah, after, after the, the when I can.
2: I, I, I try not to, I craft some, You know, like, but I try not to craft too much. You know, I like it, but I always like to use old stuff. And I'm like, Uh I could sell this. I shouldn't be using this. I could sell this. and But then I'm like, oh, but I want to. I don't care. So Mm -hmm. I I craft some, but not a lot. I only, I typically craft with
0: found objects out of principle also um because craft supplies are so freaking expensive mm-hmm.
2: i just don't like so when, hobby lobby i just don't like it no so i no i'm not a big fan of hobby lobby i'll probably it's it. one of no it's one of the things when
0: i and I, you probably do the same thing too when i am out actively shopping throughout the year i kind of have like a running list of craft supplies i look for yeah or like little bits and bobs i know i use for different stuff do I, you do that yeah I
1: think I do and then I get it all together and then I'm like what am I going to I don't know what I was supposed to do
2: with all this. What well, with the I literally for me I have to do that. I mean that is a constant. Yeah. You know when I walk into an estate sale they're like what are you looking for and I'm like oh my god the list is long and you know <laughs> I mean you would ha- you would just be like what are you doing again? But so it, that is a constant looking for small junk and old stuff and and materials and, and then ladies, like it's ripped. And I'm like, I honestly don't care. Cause I just want like a two inch space, you know, piece of it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I come constantly looking for stuff for taxidermy and I guess my taxidermy is crafting. I mean, you could look at it as crafting, but. Um, oh, I love that, that. That. That's pretty crafting. <laughs> I want, yeah, it's pretty
0: crafty. I want to talk about this. Cause that's one of the questions when people come across your episode, when they start listening, we can almost clock it we'll get a message that says oh my god those mice. <laughs> oh my god, how does she where do I how does she what are they? I know who what where why and how all happen in like 5 seconds. So we get them all the time and it's just like go look she posts them sometimes for sale. Um but I I want to get into the nitty-gritty okay. of these. So I know you like weird stuff, but like what connected in your brain to go, let's put these here. Like, was it just because it's funny and you're just like, let's do this.
2: You know, I, when I started doing taxidermy, I just, I just loved the whimsy of it. And it really like all plays out in my head, like Mm -hmm. these little weird animals and their stories. And it just, I hide away in my studio and I just, they become real to me, which is so bizarre because I'm not into make-believe friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I have the same. When I create something, it has a story. Like, it has its own life outside of what I'm creating. Yeah, for sure. and,
2: and, and that's what it, it kind of turned into. And then after a couple of years, I told my husband I was going to write this book, and I think I mentioned that in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And so every piece that I make, while I'm making it, I think about in my head what role it's going to take in this book and, and how how it's going to live out basically now that it's gone and it's not, you know, a lot of them, I don't, I don't ever laugh at them. You know what I mean? Like I never sit back and go, Oh, that's a funny one. (laughs) That's a cute one. I never do that because it's, um, it's really just this whole thought-out process of. It's like the other day when I was making the mouse tar. I have this old chain, ma- uh, chain stuff that was on an ele- a circus elephant that was falling apart, and I put it on him, and I'm like, "No, that's too bold for his face." And I'm like, "Are you really <laughs> sitting here? <laughs> Are you really sitting here?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can really see off. Sam and I doing
1: that. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm like you're would, in good
0: company. That yeah, definitely. We- <laughs> Uh, I was talking to those windows I was putting on that damn putz house. (laughs) Oh, no, you're not this type of house, are you? And then I looked at my sister-in-law and I was like, sorry. I know. That's what I did with that uh, press lava girl I had. I kept putting her. I'm like, you
1: don't feel good there either, do you? We should move over here. And my husband's like, pick a spot and just leave her. And I'm like, she doesn't like it. She needs good sun. Mm -hmm. She wants to see out the window.
0: It's like I don't know she's driving this bus not me like yeah specifically... right I mean
2: it's like this whole other dimension that you enter and you're like and then you step back and like I just sent that out
1: <laughs> yeah and then you feel bad like you can never get rid of it because you made it like
2: it's a real thing to you now <laughs> yeah so and you know everybody's you like I bet it. you have them all over your house I'm like well actually I don't I have um I used to have one mouse in my studio that hung on a, a business card and then somebody wanted so it wanted it so I sold it and then I have I don't know that I have any mice down in. I don't. I don't have any mice downstairs in my house with all the other taxidermy. I just don't. I let them go, and but I, you know,
0: is it because you don't create their stories for your house? You're just their maker, and then they go live. Yeah,
2: and then they go live somewhere else.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then when you find the taxidermy,
1: you're like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be with me. Yeah,
2: yeah. and I, I but I do else. enjoy it. I have to say, I do. I enjoy every part of it. I enjoy. I enjoy making them, selling them. I enjoy when people, I get feedback from people. Um, I, I enjoy all of it because I'm like, okay, I'm not the only weirdo out there. You know what I mean? No. Oh no. It's it's cool because it connects. I got a message the other day from somebody in Sweden that had listened to your podcast. And I was freaking, I, I was reading it at 4.30 in the morning and it blew me away. And I shook Eric and I'm like, listen to this. And he's like, what is wrong <laughs> 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 he's in sweden and she listened to the podcast and blah 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 and he's like that's really nice brandy but um i don't have to get up for another hour and i was like oh, okay but he's me. <laughs> it just i mean it makes me feel so connected with other yeah. people that and i finally i'm like i'm not so weird after all no,
0: no. well and i think back to because you were one of our very first interviews for the show yeah And I think back to the conversation we had and how we talked about like letting your freak flag fry. And we were all three of us were still kind of apprehensive of where this was going, the podcast Mm -hmm. and what it was going to be. And I usually on Sundays when I'm getting everything ready to go live for the week, I sit here and I cry because we have found our people. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. And it's it's funny, too, because people
1: are like, well, you don't collect the weird stuff, and I'm like, well, I don't, but I like learning about mm-hmm. the weird stuff, and some of it I want. Like now, I need a taxidermy something. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. Well, yet, you know but something. You it's like some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had customers that uh, that hated taxidermy, and then they were they came into my studio and they in McKinney, and she was like, I really don't. I, I never liked taxidermy, but for some reason, you just feel so special. And I'm like, well, what do you mean special? And she's like. I don't know. It's like you loved it. And I'm like, I do love them. I don't want to screw them up. I don't want to make Mm -hmm. them look ugly. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to have flaws. I want everything about them to be right. And Mm -hmm. and sometimes they're not right. And people like, they're like, oh, I liked it. His eyes a little lopsided. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. But if you did... (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'm not crazy about that. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I was feeling at the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and you talk about in that first episode that you're self taught. Yes. Okay. How? Well, I need a hobby. Like, I, <laughs> I, thought...
1: I was going to say, get your notepad out. I know, I know, right? I
2: did. Well, I didn't get a note. I got an 1800s book, which I think is downstairs. I don't even think I have it up here anymore because it's so cool. It's so detailed. And, um, I just, I read it first and then I got another one that was from the forties. So I could see, you know, how it was progressing because there's a huge Mm -hmm. difference from when taxidermy started. And then I kept going back to the 1800s because they used simpler, uh, chemicals, you know, with borax and salt. And, and I just found that it was a lot easier to understand than, the newer books. They wanted to Mm -hmm. um, introduce all these chemicals and stuff. And I can't be around those. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to start doing this. And I went to PetSmart because PetSmart has frozen feeder mice. Um, Most people don't even pay attention to the little cooler that they have. And I started doing it. And the first ones I made, I have a few friends. They were like, those are so awesome. And I'm like, no, that's so bad. And they're like, no, that's, I would like that. And I'm like, Okay. So I sold a couple of them. Of course, when I look back now, I'm horrified. You know, I'm like, oh sure. <laughs> that looks so and they're like, oh, it's so cute. And I'm like, no, that's not cute. But anyway, and like there's a there's a set over here, like I have a rabbit and a raccoon, and I will send you pictures of them. They are my first larger animals that I did. And again, they I'm horrified by them. But <laughs> people that want to buy them. And I'm like, no no because that my name goes along with that and i'm like oh they look real cute over there in their party mm-hmm. hat and and i I look at them and i'm like look where i began and and but oh my god no no they're not going anywhere. not for sale like no not. and I, I tell my kids you see those when i die do not put those in the estates <laughs>
0: <laughs> please for the love of god yeah this woman was a prize taxidermist and there's
2: Really? Crazy oh, I haven't I won any prize. I'm afraid to... You know, I have friends who do those taxidermy um, shows. Oh, the contest? Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. No, those are intense.
1: Yeah. I do anything like that.
0: So, okay. Because taxidermy is... A, it's not... They're not stuffed on the body. You have to remove the hide. Yes. Mice are so teeny weeny. Yes. I Like, do you shrink yeah. down like, to a teeny tiny person and then
2: you're just... <laughs> No, although that would be cool. No. Yeah. It'd make life easier. Easy, any of that, I taught, you know, I taught taxidermy down at uncommon objects when I was in Texas. And we would have a class of 12, because that's about all I can handle, helping people. And it's really not that difficult. I mean, I had people that um now there were some that were, you know, that didn't turn out so well, but they were nervous. <laughs> and when you're nervous, yeah. you get hot. And when you're hot, working with a dead animal is not a good thing. But anyway. Um, there were, I think my youngest um, my youngest student, I think she was eight. She was either eight or nine, and she did a fabulous job. I mean, I was blown away, but I was like, look at her go. Her, she wanted to learn, and her mom came with her. But um, it's really not difficult if you have a, I use razor blades instead of scalpels. I buy scalpels for my students, but I use razor blades, and it's really once you get the hang of, how to do it? It's really not hard.
0: And do you do you? So do you put them back over a form? Do you make the forms for
2: their heads? I do make the heads? forms. Uh, you can't buy mouse forms out of the taxidermy catalog. Um, so yes, I make the forms, and in my class, I would teach people how to make them. And you just use wood wool and batting, and um, let's see, what else do we use? Oh, and string. I mean, it's really a simple little thing, wow. with body, and you create what it looks like. Some people are, are better at it than others. You know, I would have people who had great, and you try, I'm like, look at your mouse, look at your clay, look at your mouse, look at your clay. And then you know, they'd have this great big ball of clay and yeah, like, that's sure. never going to fit in his head. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's all scratched out. Yes, oh yes. And so then they were like, oh, I get it now. And I'm like, look how tiny his head is. And look how big your clay is. So, yeah. It's not a rat. This is a mouse. This is a mouse. Right. And you got to shut that mouth of his. You don't want it wide open from the
0: Eyes <laughs> <laughs> stretched back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Looks like, like his- it's
0: been windblown. Like-, <laughs> like, you know, in the movie Total Recall when they go outside on yeah. Mars <laughs> and they're. Yeah, I'm like, you got to have a little skin there. Think about a face.
2: Just a little, little face. Yeah. And do you use glass eyes? We, I use glass beads, jewelry <sighs> beads. Because again, oh. you can't, you can't buy, you know, mouse eyes from the taxidermy yeah. the taxidermy place. So all of it's handmade. Um, all oh. of it you can get at the craft store. That's what I tell people that, that come to my class. I would always tell them the best place to go um, is an estate sale. Because batting is ridiculously expensive for that great big bag that you're not going to need for your two mice, so go mm-hmm. to the state sale, find batting. You know, you may want to buy new thread because old thread breaks. Um, needles, scissors. It's very simple. Wow. wow, I've always said that I might do a class online. You know, where people log in and pay, and then, I mean, I really. It, first of all, I did it for I think two years. I, I taught classes and out of those two years, I probably only had maybe five men. The rest of it, the rest of my, um, people were women or teenage kids. It was so crazy. Like wow. one, woman, uh, one group of women, they were teachers and every month they got to pick. I don't know if I told you guys this or not, but they, they picked where they, what they were going to do, what activity, you know, uh-huh. one woman would pick one month, the next woman. And one of the women wanted to learn taxidermy. So they all had to come. Yes,
0: I would be that friend.
2: That would have been me. it was so and then the girl, it was so funny because there was there were six of them and only one of them really didn't have a good time. And the other ones were like, I can't believe how much fun this is. And I'm like, Well, yeah, I mean, it is fun. It is it's exciting because you create something, you take something that's not so lively and you turn it into something that is alive. And but mm-hmm. and the woman that didn't like it, it wasn't that she didn't like her finished project. Uh, product she did she just didn't like getting there you know that dissecting the mouse that was a little difficult for her but she did it because i told you know i tell everyone if there's blood you did it wrong so it's really not you there's really not a lot yeah because
0: well you're because you're skinning the animal you're not getting right you're not getting
2: into his into his core basically is what i yeah yeah his innards his innards yes
0: you've gone too far that's (laughs) what happens
2: yeah. yeah yes yeah. yeah it's a that's lot stink comes. you'll have a pink mouse
0: yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> and so do you dry them during that class like do you rub like the borax and salt well in the they'll have before- they
2: have borax but then they take it home with instructions that their mouse will probably be dry in three to four days and this is what they need to do turn their pins hold their ah. ears so yeah here I'll huh. get a so we'll deal with this mouse tar so yes, if someone it. were to make this mouse tart, because they, they would bring props to these classes. They would bring whatever they wanted to create. It wasn't like we just created a plain mouse. And so um, they would bring their props and I would go over with them how to mount them on whatever they, because some people brought, you know, they brought cars, they brought little stools. And then, of course, I would bring a bunch of props too. Oh my and God. So, and then they, they they would go home and their pins would still be in their mouse. And you have to turn your pins so they don't get stuck. And, um, whatever props you have, depending on how heavy the props are is when you put them on the mouse. Cause you know, their little arms are so fragile that you, sometimes you can Here, bring them up a little bit into frame. I can't frame see him.
0: Theme. Oh
2: my oh. God. This is one you just made the other day. Yes. Oh
0: this my one god! He
2: so oh. if he goes to the UK on Monday. I have to listen. I love
0: him so much. So for the listeners at home, we're looking at a anthropomorphic a mouse, mouse, zebra, mouse, tar, a mouse, tar. Oh tell us God. about him brandy
2: um this is an 1800s well they were made in 1890 to an, around 1910 composition uh animal which he was a zebra originally so i cut him off i cut his head off and i'll use his head for something else i used to make jewelry out of the heads and i think i have yeah so when i made Says the jewelry, woman who said i don't craft <laughs> Oh. i don't call this crafting because I, I guess it's <laughs> totally crafty. oh i so, love that like this is oh my texas god i would make with this t- oh. lift it up
1: I just a bit just lift it up a little bit right oh right my here? god yeah oh. oh my god that's so damn cute you yeah, are 100 so percent a crafter trafter. okay
2: so let's get back to texas <laughs> i quit doing jewelry <laughs> because people copied it now and i, and I used oh jerks. so i quit making jewelry although i, I like making jewelry, it's fun.
0: I make little teeny tiny miniature dinosaur taxidermy mounts with plastic dinosaurs. Yeah. Aww. And I put, so I cut the dinosaurs head off like above the shoulders. I have a bag of miniature dinosaurs, cut it off and I mount it to like a button or an old necklace pendant. Yes. Oh, cute and then surround it and i made my mom this like it's like you know those dinosaurs that have like look like their brain is on top of their head with the horn i made her one of those but it's like a seed bead necklace and like a bag and it sits on top of an old earring in her classroom (laughs) and it's like this big so i totally get the destroying things to add it to something else. oh yeah
2: you know i got a couple of messages from people why are you destroying other people's art and i'm like is this toy an art? I, I mean, I don't know. I know. It's like, it's it's a toy. Yeah, guys. it's a toy. Calm down. So, yeah. And,
1: oh, my and okay. So, so And
2: they're not perfect. You know, I mean, he's jacked. He's missing composition and his wire is exposed. But that's the kind of shit I like to work with. I don't like... Mm-hmm. I'm really not... Because the colors are faded and they're worn. And that's just what catches my eye. Yeah. And then he has antique silk um, ruching collars. And then his little feathers are just real feathers um which will probably get me in trouble because they're just bird feathers i pick up off the ground then i separate them and wrap them in rope and this one uh, i had lead in it the little his little wooden thing but yeah and these are a part they play a role in my book that i have in my
0: head so adorable i love them so much what's his name does he have a name
2: um no i just mouse tar just mouse tar. Yeah, I make. I've I've sold several of them, and then I I found some more horses, so I got to make some more. Ugh. But. So yeah. Cute. So anyway, these people, they would take their thing home and they can take it on their mounts, whatever they mounted it to, or a piece of styrofoam. Because sometimes they're like, I don't know what I want to do with him yet. And I'm like, you have a, about 24 hours to decide. <laughs> you know, this is not a week the later clock clock right, the, yeah. the clock is ticking. Right. The clock is ticking because he is going to dry. See, like right now, he's not fully dry. That's why the lady couldn't have him on Friday. So because you want to make sure he's dry
0: before you package him up yes
2: yes so because he
0: would probably it's a long trip he may shift if he's
2: not dry right exactly and i don't want anything to happen to him because it's this these are a little bit more time consuming just because i'm mounting part of the you know you still taxidermy the mouse the same way but he's actually mounted on the horse and so that requires me to drill and add wire and all kinds of stuff (sighs) jill
0: and i both just Damn let it, out the side Brandi, of like, why can't we seriously? live in the same town I why know. can't i
1: just i just I want to literally shrink. went through my head uh-huh. like why are we not just like a town
2: like yeah Maybe we should create our own town yes we oh, just start
1: moving there you have to yes. have
2: positive mojo or we'll kick you out yes yes, yes.
1: Yeah. i'll garden yeah. and do hair i will um take care of you when you hurt
2: yourself. you're the town
0: nurse you're the school nurse yeah
2: we could- <laughs> up with this whole maybe we should just have a movie about it oh yeah this is a story oh, okay.
0: you could create i like where this is going what if we did like a retreat oh <gasps> shut up like a let all the all the weirdies come to <gasps> one
2: place yeah and oh, monday God. we do taxidermy tuesday we do hair i don't know uh-huh. Bring somebody to do my toes oh please. yeah and then <laughs> we could have
0: by the weekend a full-blown flea market or find
1: that's where we retreat near a good flea Yeah, like yeah. the ones in
0: Ohio. Yeah, or
1: California.
0: yeah, I'm yeah. all about it. No, oh, I'm going to be in Ohio in the winter. No, but that's, that's- going to be a summertime activity. <laughs> yeah. Also, just don't listen to me if I bitch about the heat and humidity because that will happen, and I will be running around. we <laughs> jo- will be stoked. So, fun. so I wanted to ask you. I have recently in the the process of acquiring a new piece of taxidermy. Yes that somebody is selling from their collection because they no longer consume animal products, which I respect, totally respect. And I'm grateful that I'm getting gonna this. Say It works for you. Yeah. I yeah. love hedgehogs. And so this is a hedgehog. Oh, it's a a hedgehog. I love them, but they pose. <laughs> so I, so I wanted to ask you because it's not like it, the way it's mounted. I'll send the picture to you after we get done here, the way it's mounted is not like my style, right. but the price I got this, hedgy for her. i got it for like 50 dollars. that's a good price it's a
2: great and price. it's so it's
0: oh yeah so it's on its back in a glass cloche mm-hmm. but he's holding like dried nasty ass flowers yeah you and can he's got some that. and i want to mount him can i i'm assuming i can just like lift him out because i want to put him on like a little velvet pincushion or i want to put him in a cute little diorama with templeton my taxidermy
2: duckling you can totally do that when you oh when you take a mount out of course if he's on his back he's probably going to be missing some spikes he might be
1: i can't i only have one image of him like yeah, yeah it's kind of like he's sitting on his butt if yeah. he's sitting
2: on his butt it's okay he's probably just got a rod in him and you can unbend the rod at the bottom and lift him out and put him whatever on you i mean you can do whatever you want like i just took a bobcat off a huge rock so I mean, there you can. Un, I mean, and that's when I when I first started buying taxidermy. I used to remount it all the time. I mm. pull old taxidermy because you know I'm not into logs. I'm just not into that. <laughs> no,
0: we it's talked just about that anything. in a recent yeah. episode. How woodland taxidermy is not where it's at for no, us. No,
2: I, I mean, like I got a turkey and the and it was on this huge ammo box, and I was like, that's oh, horrible. I mean, seriously, this is how I died by this. Exactly. Ammo. And then they, <laughs> I don't even know what they thought they were doing with the ammo box, but they had painted it camo. And I'm like, oh, this poor turkey. He was begging. Oh. Here. so I took him yeah, off. He
1: needed a good home. Yeah.
2: And now he's mounted on an antique book. He looks uh, nice. He comes out at Thanksgiving. You know, I think I saw him you posted oh, him yeah, on yeah, your yeah. Um, him. house account. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He was I on the table. Can't. But yeah, so you can remount them. Easy, easy peasy. You just
1: need to how do you clean them? Like like you do you need to like dust him like my turkey? If you
2: get, like, an, yeah, like how do you clean it? How do you I how do you clean, clean them it? with the swiffers? I clean almost oh. all my taxidermy with the swiffer cloths because oh. it'll pick up the dust. And then you don't do it with a vacuum because the vacuum, oh, will, I don't care how careful you are, the vacuum will get away from you. And if it's old taxidermy, it's gonna be shedding some because it's gotten too dry because people don't take care of their taxidermy. They pay all this money. Let's talk about taxidermy. Yeah, how do you keep it not dry? I would have
0: never thought that that was a thing. Like I would figure it's like uh, what set it and forget it.
2: No, you need to clean your taxidermy. You need to inspect your taxidermy. I tell people even with their mice, you need to inspect your mouse probably one to two times a year. If you keep your mouse in a dome, because I always have people go, well, I have a cat. And I'm like, well, your cat can smell dander longer than you can. They're like, okay, well, I'm going to put him in a dome. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. As long as you keep your house at the same temperature all year round. But if you don't, you'll want to take that dome off, let him air out a little bit and inspect him and make sure he doesn't have bugs. Because it doesn't matter the age of a taxidermy piece. Bugs like taxidermy. Oh God, I'm thinking of Templeton. Poor little Templeton. Oh god,
0: I've never <laughs> I've never given him a physical.
2: <laughs> yeah, you need
1: to. You need to Oh no. Snap, make sure dust He fall. needs an annual physical just like you, Sam. I know. I got to give him his tax smear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he'll last a lot longer and he'll be happy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't. You need to inspect your taxidermy.
1: Okay, this is... So do you rub them down with something then? Or just the Swiffer thing. Or just Just the Swiffer. Swiffer.
2: And alcohol, like if their eyes get... Like when I buy old taxidermy, like when I bought the Otter, I don't know if you saw it. But oh my God, I love it. that otter. He probably, I think I went through probably six Swiffer things with him. And then Whoa. I cleaned his toenails and his eyes with alcohol and Q tips because alcohol dries really quick, but it cleans all the junk off of them. Anytime you have old taxidermy, I always suggest cleaning them before you bring them in your house.
1: This oh. is hot tips. I, can- I, so that otter, I. <laughs> I showed my husband I'm like if you ever see this in a state cell grab it
0: mm-hmm. and he's like you want what he looks like he's like he's he just just looks so like happy yeah. yeah like his name's like Gilbert or something like he's just like hey yeah, like hey
2: Gil hi my mom going? goes I suppose you're keeping that one I said <laughs> you supposed right yeah you
0: do not get rid of that one mother <laughs>
1: it's so cute, so cute.
0: I was Yeah, he was Tennessee'd. filthy yeah he was totally filthy do you so? Do you use a certain percentage of alcohol? No, like I just whatever
2: I have that I spray on my hands. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good to know. Yeah. Now you'll be ready for hedgy. I'm ready for all of the
2: taxidermy now. I know.
1: Yeah, I feel you like know, You need to go I'm there not-
2: though to get the taxidermy. Yeah. yeah, I I'm into taxidermy, and somebody's like, I'm just not into dead animals, and I'm like, I don't know, I just don't think of them as dead anymore when I get them. Like mm-hmm. you know it's kind of I- like a stuffed animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I love them now. And somebody killed them or somebody, you know, they died of natural causes. The older, ta- bigger taxidermy, you know, somebody shot it. So mm-hmm. I'm not just going to let it rot in the garage.
1: Mm-hmm, not yeah. going to
2: do that. And people are always like, and I'm like, now it's forever loved. And if, if it's me loving it or another person, then so be it. But I, mm-hmm. I had one lady that I bought some taxidermy from and she goes, my husband shot that 20 years ago and it's been in the garage for 15 Ever since he died, I took it right back out to the garage. And I thought, how sad. I mean, first of mm-hmm. all, he paid yeah. thousands of dollars to go on this hunting excursion because these were, you know, big animals. And then yeah. he paid thousands of dollars to have them taxidermied. And now you just stuck them out in the garage. So, you know, it's kind of my, yeah. I'll step yeah. off my soapbox now. If you bought no. me, take care of it. Yeah. Damn it.
1: You yeah. stay on that soapbox, Brandy. <laughs> I like it. Because we're enjoying it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and I, you know, I've always wanted to... I'm glad you said what you did at the beginning about the simpler side of taxidermy. Yeah. Because it's always been something I wanted to do. Like, I like to tinker. I like to do stuff like that. I, You know, I've never been like a scrapbooker or stuff. But no. I can't think of cute little sayings to put on cups. Yeah, but, no. But if I find
1: a dead thing... <laughs> <laughs> You're all about it <laughs> I mean why not I did so the dead thing it's not new for me No it's not it is new for me though Yes
0: which I'm just proud that I've been so, a part of that Pyrex to text <laughs> <laughs> My mother-in-law Brought me so they lived in California This was my first like it was a mistake Preservation you Gotta Talk about your fails So she brought me she found underneath Their house A mummified toad <laughs> Cool. And I, I love frogs. Like that was the one thing, you know, when you have your animal that I, that's the, uh, there's a frog fucking yeah. hook right there. Yeah. So I have lots of frog things and she's like, I know you like frogs. I have this toad. Do you want me to bring it when we come visit? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I think you can make a paperweight out of it. So she brought the frog up the toad. She brought the epoxy or the resin and all that stuff. And he was dried. And I like, was like looking up stuff on YouTube and I did a sealer on the outside of him, but I did it. I either used the wrong resin. Yeah. Or I did it too fast because when the resin started to cure and have its chemical reaction, it started to like cook the mummified toad oh. and like reactivated the rot. Oh. So the smell that filled oh. my basement, my husband was upstairs and I hear him go, uh, what's that? why does what does that smell and i was like i don't know things went south in a hurry and this is so hot and it's bubbling and i'm like my basement smelled like dead animal and my husband is so patient he comes downstairs with his shirt over his nose and he's like what the fuck are you doing and i was like listen okay i uh anybody in Don't. my head this went perfectly In my head I had a perfect Paperweight <laughs> Nope. So I kept it out of shame uh, For like six or seven months This bubbly toad paperweight And every time I looked at it I mean in the whole outside The toad is suspended in resin Like that <laughs> And its body was covered in foam Bubbles from where it started oh. To just That's a great reaction. So. actually <laughs> Take it from me kids <laughs> Do your at-home so, resin pours with dead Now, animals.
2: my mummified toad, I found outside the I found outside the post office, probably like three weeks after I moved here, and so I did the look around to make sure no one was watching me <laughs> because you know it's just a small town. And anyway, what'd you do with him? I brought it home and I was like, "Look at this toad I found." Well, it wasn't a toad; it was a tree frog. It's, it's, perfect, it's perfect! And my husband was like, "Uh huh." What are you going to do with that? I said, I'm going to put it in a tin. So I'll show you a picture (gasps) of it, too. He's perfect. Uh, But I know somewhere in town, somebody watched
0: me pick that up. I know. Like, do you see that new fucking weird lady that moved to town? In the windows. the window house. Yeah. Remember? Yeah.
1: You saw. You know who moved in down there? <laughs> I, saw her, I saw her pick up a toad.
0: A dead thing. A
1: dead. She looked around,
0: but I saw her. She's probably a witch,
2: I which is my life goal. I also picked up dead uh, dragonflies outside the post office because for some oh, reason, they're so pretty. this town that we has massive dragonflies. I think it's because of the rice fields, but um, they, they die outside the lights and outside every building. So I can't tell you how many dragonflies I picked up. <laughs> Oh, I want the wings. I yes, think the wings that's the exactly what I picked
1: them up God. for. Yeah. You know, <gasps> that job! Wings on the back of a little mouse. Yeah, mousester. There mouster. you go. Mm. See, and we're fully in your cult. We're done. We're done. Yeah, we're followed. in one hundred percent.
2: We have to do. <laughs> yeah, it's not hard. I don't let people drink at my classes. I don't. Oh, that's, that's probably, probably smart. smart. Because, yeah, I'm like I'm not liable for that shit, so you're not doing it. <laughs> um. But no, I think every, everyone always tells me they have a good time. So, yeah.
1: I don't think they're... No, we're having a good time and we haven't even done one. I'm not even doing taxidermy.
0: I'm playing with Silly Putty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm practicing my form. <laughs> Mine's my house, swear. my mouse form. You got to roll
2: form. it and then stick it in between your fingers. Because when you grab your little mouse, oh, his little nose I do that. sits right there. <gasps> oh. Like this, mom? Yeah, like just like guy? that. Nailed it. <gasps> yeah. Uh... Oh.
0: Make sure it's not too big. Let me. S- I know. I look. Yeah. Did I do it? Yes. Did I do it?
2: Oh. Good job, girls. Thanks. Oh, I'm so excited.
0: That just keeps falling in on itself, though. I got hot hands. I know. I do have hot hands. Oh, he'd be
1: the cutest little look mouse at him ever.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. All, All right. To get sold. Me. So sold there you go. It. Does Eric ever ask you like my husband does when I touch something dead? He goes, "Did you wash your hands?" <laughs> have you Um, my husband who can't remember to put lotion on his dry skin asked me (laughs) if i wash my hands after i touch something dead you touch a.
1: my nurse brain is like did you wear gloves while you were doing all this
2: i don't wear gloves (laughs) when i do taxidermy because the animals are cleaner than the people i have to deal with sometimes Well, you know, because Agreed. they come from the, they come from that plate, you know, Rodent Pro. There's a little Rodent Pro. That's where I get all my animals. Somebody asked me the other day, on the, where do you get all your animals? And I'm like, I get them at Rodent Pro. You probably don't want to order from there because it's extremely expensive for shipping and you have to order 50 mice at a time. So unless you plan on doing a lot of mice, they'll go bad. Yeah. Like a village. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. That's a lot of mice.
0: Shout out to Rodent Pro. <laughs> 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 I think they own the domain name for that.
2: Hey. <laughs> you know, when I have to call them and ask for male mice, they're like, why do you want male mice? This is a big deal. I'm going to tell you this right now. I said, because your female mice have too many boobs. And they're like, what? And I was like, <laughs> well, you you don't want eight boobs, right? Because that's a lot of boobs. So I lot. asked for male mice. And he's like, but they have, and I'm like, I know we tuck up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's easier to
0: get rid of. Yeah. We tucked that just right in there. Yeah. I just want to make a mouser with six bikini tops. <gasps>
2: <laughs> if you can do that on
1: the sun you're hired. Victorian
0: parasol.
1: Oh, on the little chaise lamp. Yeah. Like,
2: you guys have that me like I'm on it. I still bikini have house. some I still have some customers that send me pictures of their mice, but not too many of them. You know, I think it's a one-time hit for them. But I do have a couple that still send me pictures. Oh man. You no, know,
0: I think it'd be very addicting. Could you what if we just like the office is just filled with mousters like we have, we're like it's look just look what we did this time and now I'm gonna do this. well because you so you have the the bodied ones and then you also have the ones that you put on postcards.
2: Yeah, well the yeah, the cabinet cards, the photos. <sighs> yeah. So let me here, I'll grab one of those.
0: Okay, I have to ask because it's one of those things I didn't know there was a difference. What is the difference between a cabinet card and a postcard?
2: Okay, so a postcard is a real postcard. They used to have those. It's a real. like, a it has postcard a place for a is stamp a stamp on the back of it. A cabinet card is a larger portrait. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's the same, you know, like a, a and a postcard. They're the probably the same stock, but they're a postcard. You could actually mail it. Had a place for a stamp. Yeah. And cabinet cards a cabinet card. is From the straight from the what you call it. There's no stupid questions. I know, but I'm it's just not. It's I not nothing's. I am, but you know, I'm not the know all. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you know more than us. We'll I, fact I check really, it in the end. Um, somebody asked me the other day, "How do you know all this stuff?" And I spend so much time on websites and eBay and just looking up random stuff. I'm sure I've hit a list somewhere with the government because of the. crap <laughs>
1: You know, right? Yeah. I'm like, like you're trying to get on a plane, and they're like, "Excuse me, ma'am, could you step off to the yeah. side?" Yeah, did you know, we're you, all that bor- it? Bor- you
0: know you visited You know you visited Rodent Pro 755 times this could year. Could you
1: explain why you need a thousand male mice
0: and why you ordered two metric tons of borax? Yes. <laughs> what are you doing, ma'am? Yeah. you're like, oh, mousters.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so this guy. Head get back to oh, yeah, we only use their head ah oh, so cute I... what's that frame I love that
0: is that folk art or it's is it guesso
2: just... it's just an old guesso wood so we that's another thing we do we I gotta put it back on this one but we um look for old frames and then we cut them down Eric cuts them down for me to make frames that actually fit oh, uh, and that's the good. biggest problem oh finding stuff it's that when brandy we talk about craft just.
1: You're, like, blowing our minds yeah. right now. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I found frames before, and I'm like, that's too big. That's I never not the thought space. I could cut it down.
2: Yeah. Then you got to cut glass, too, though. So it's kind of a... Well, you don't have to cut glass for your taxidermy if you start that, because you can't have glass. Well, we could, but we have to make a shadow box. Yeah, i would be like... Bubbled, yeah, yeah, but no, we cut them down, and I actually asked for Christmas. This is so lame and weird. They <laughs> now have these miniature table saws, and I'm like, This <gasps> is what I want for Christmas. And my husband was like, uh, Wait, what? where's my phone? Look I it up, to- man. There's holy are so shit. Cool. Table next saw. time we interview,
0: I might not have a finger, <laughs> but. I- <laughs> Just keep
1: some uh, pressure on it and then get the tip in the ice and I, just head over. Oh, this is my,
2: my, keep it in the my ice. My fiber. town nurse talking to me now. I gotta listen. <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> yep. She's on the board of directors too. <laughs> oh my god. Let me see holy
1: uh, shit no. it I looks like
0: an win. easy bake oven right? circular sauce table sauce <laughs> i said next time we talk i probably won't have fingers but we're gonna eric if you, if you don't deliver on this you got to get a little tiny miniature push
2: bar <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh my yeah. Yardsticks. no i have a drill press and that impressed my my mom was like you know how to use a drill press and i'm like Yes, mom, and of course my dad's in the background. Jesus Christ, Linda, <laughs> he's not an idiot. Oh, <laughs> uh, you should be if you could be a
0: fly on the wall with my phone conversations. Oh, <laughs> oh, I would kill for that. That, yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad's so grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh, I'm obsessed with this. I, I love it. This is fantastic. I gotta I gotta tell my husband, okay, scrap everything else for Christmas. <laughs> if you don't deliver with a miniature table saw.
1: I can't I wait. I feel like it should come up with a bucket so you could put ice in just in case you did take your finger off. You know, off. okay.
0: Speaking of the, the finger off. So our we rented a house on the numbered streets when we were first married. This little tiny cute nineteen twenties bungalow. It was seven hundred square feet. Ooh. I can do yeah. it. It was so cute on like a full wall of like built-ins with the fireplace Uh, and the coved ceilings and then in the, had the phone thing that was set into the wall. I have one of
2: those in my house now.
0: And I had, um, I have this rhinoceros ceramic rhinoceros faux mount that I hang as like faux taxidermy and it was in that little guy. But the reason I say this is the houses are really close together on the numbered streets. It was like the first kind of area of our town that was built. Yeah. And so there, I mean, it's like driveway distance in between the homes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a single car driveways. And my husband's in the backyard smoking and our neighbor at the time who was older, like sixties was using his table saw. Well, they were also like, they like to participate in a beverage every once in a while, which don't go together. Nope. So Dustin is in the backyard and he hears this like God awful noise. And then he hears the guy start like shrieking, so my husband like damn near jumps the fence <laughs> and goes over, and it's chaos. He's cut his finger off, oh. his index finger at the second knuckle. Yeah, and my husband is just like trying to be as cool as a cucumber, and he's like looking for the finger in the yard with his si- so, so that the guy can go to the bless his heart. Yeah, he's I, trying to I, find. Sweet. Sweet. I don't know but if he found it. the dome. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm going to pickle
2: it.
1: I have actually had a severed finger handed to me with the patient in the ice. And they're like, here, this stays with him. And I'm like, well, no shit, Sherlock.
2: <laughs> it's not like somebody's you know like, what hey, you get for that on eBay. Come on. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Right. They're like, here, let's go. I'm like, oh. And then well, I was like, well, here, you hold it. So you don't lose it. Like, it's hey, You might want to hold onto this. Yeah.
0: Well, cause you, you know, like, when, well, you know this, when you have he- parts of your body removed or tissue, you don't own it once it's off of your body. Right. Yes. You can't have it. Which yeah. I'm like, poor sport. Oh my
1: God. So many people have come at me like, where's my gallbladder? <laughs> we burned that shit. <laughs> I want it. That is mine. I'm like, you don't want that. Do no. you know what those, like, no, nobody wants Gallstones that. Gallstones are kind of pretty though. Are they? Well, I've I've never seen a pretty one. I've seen nasty ones. I when they're like,
0: okay, this is where I just out myself as a weirdo. You just they look list. like you like Jeff. Some
2: list right now.
0: <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> go <on> incognito <laughs> search mode. How does one make their own golf? Please, uh, Samantha, could you step off to the
1: side? <laughs> We've got some questions for you, uh,
0: ma'am. What? You
1: and Brandy will be off to the side, and I'll be like, see you guys there. I hope you make it okay me. <laughs> so i
0: okay i know it's weird but no no not into it no i don't know if you'll be able to see it brandy oh
2: man that. Looks
0: so they kind of look like i don't know if you didn't know they were and gallstones agate. yeah body mm-hmm. agates they also stink <laughs> do they? ew okay i'm out nope can't do it Mm-mm. no not stinky things
2: i'm pretty sure you're bad you enough when they want me to drain my kidney stones no way don't care.
1: Oh, I know. People get really pissed off when I'm like, we blasted those babies. They're like, what do you mean you blasted it? I oh, wanted it. Like with like, the
0: inside pressure washer? Yeah,
1: I'm like, uh we, no, that's how you get it out. You blast that shit. Oh, God. I've never had a kidney stone. They're worse. They're the worst.
2: Worse than labor.
1: I would oh, rather God. birth my twins six times in a row oh, without God. meds yeah. than pass a kidney stone. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So in any I, any time I had a male patient come in, I'm like, that's like labor, but worse.
0: So you're welcome, welcome to the jungle, sir.
2: You just picked up a whole new line
0: of listeners with these gold stars. Yeah, sorry guys for the listeners that are still with us. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, you guys asked for this, so we're giving it to you. Yeah, getting real weird with it. We're in a safe space, okay guys? Yeah, this is yeah. a safe spot to talk about your antiques and curiosities by god (laughs) don't shame me don't teak shame me which we use i mean i we get sometimes we get these messages that's like um i don't know like what term you use for antiques but and i'm like it's a broad term like i don't
1: general guys
0: i use it as a general term of old things do you use it as a general term of old things
2: Uh, yes I, it's so funny because I was just on a, a group. I already left it. I leave groups like people change underwear because people get naughty and weird. And I'm like, Italy, I'm not even going to bother with this mm-hmm. group anymore. Yeah. So I, I was on a group and yeah, I got that whole little paragraph about what's vintage and what's antique. And I'm like, there are days I'm antique. You got it? I feel like I'm old, period. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, 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 I use it in a pretty broad term. I try not to use it when I list, you know, I really think about, okay, I do the math, which takes me a while because I suck at math, but I'm like, okay, this isn't, this is only 80 years old. But to me, 80 years old, that's, that's pretty old. That, yeah. 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 That's, some people are like, no, it's a hundred years. And I'm like, okay, you worry about that. I'm going downstairs to get some coffee. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. I feel like it's such a weird formality to get hung up on. Well, and
1: it's also like, it's not like people who are New to collecting or all that, are like, oh, I did not know those are two different terms. Like it's right. loose now. It's like vintage, antique. Mm-hmm. It's like,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah. We it's we're in 2020 way. now, which has been going on for like ten years. So
1: yeah, so is 10 years in our antique. we are vintage ourselves now oh, because God. of 2020.
2: Yeah, so, so I'm just you know, there are so many people on a high horse about so many things that uh-huh. I'm just not going to get on a high horse about freaking junk. No. And those, it's those dope. antique
0: groups on Facebook, some of them are so toxic.
2: Yeah. Oh, I had yeah, to leave it. the house page. I've left three antique pages. Um, I just, I'm like, is this really what you guys do all day? I mean, are these keyboard mm-hmm. warriors that just jump on and I'm like, well, and that's just it. If they were to come to
1: you face to face, they'd never say a yeah, thing. They never act like that. I would hope not.
2: I don't think they they don't leave their house, but yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that person. And if someone educates me on something, uh, bravo, you know, I'm not, gonna, I'm going to yeah. take that, that whatever you're giving me and I'm going to run with it. I'm going to look it up, but you know, to sit there and get rude with people and be on some kind of major soapbox about the age of something or what period it's in. And I'm just like, you know, I do my homework But some, it's just like in school, I didn't always get it right. Right.
0: Well, and there's lots of antiques and vintage items, like a lot of stuff that's not marked or it was never marked because the maker thought this is never going to be of any value. Right. You know, and that gets even hairier. And if you're just learning in this community how to age stuff or identify or whatever, and you're greeted with that type of abrasiveness about a simple fuck up. It totally sours the whole experience.
2: Yeah. Well, and you can't, I mean, it's like I tell somebody, they'll say, well, how old do you think this is? And I'm like, well, from the paper that was around it, where I found it, the estate sale I was at, you know, because sometimes that's how I base the age on is Uh everything else in the house. And Uh where I found it, you know, if it was in their grandma's, their grandpa's trunk. Well, then I know that it's older than everything in the house, but you're right. Not everything is marked. And and there's yeah. a lot of copycat, you know, German things were made earlier and then Japan came along and mass produced everything. And and at first, Japan did a really good job of copying things. And then as the years went on, they just said, screw it. And who cares about the mold if it's filled with leftover <laughs> resin or not, or celluloid, we're going to put it anyway. So I just, I'm one of those kind of people that if you love it, buy it. And I'm that way. I don't care Mm -hmm. so much that it was versus 1920s versus 1940s. I'm just not that person. If I like it, Mm -hmm. I like the color. You know, Mm -hmm. I used to warn people in Texas because you can leave something in the sun in Texas for two weeks and it looks a hundred years old. So yeah, I used to I people all the time, you know, they're like, well, how do you know? And I'm like, well, some things you don't know. I mean, if you live in Texas and you leave a piece of wood out that's painted, it's going to get chippy over the summer. That does not mean that it's 40, 50, 60, 70 years old. It means it's two weeks old. So, yeah. You know, you just, it's one of those things. I just, I try my best. That's what I tell people. I try my best. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm not right. So if you know, well, that's answer, what anybody can do is just try your best. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I and I have had a couple of people correct me, um, and I have I've had a couple of people, you know I sold those little these little tins, you know these. Oh, I love uh, those so. Those are so fun. So I found a whole cabinet of these, the original cabinet, and it had four drawers, and every drawer had these lined in it. And a lady Mm. said, "I think these are replicas because the inside is so clean." And I'm like, "Oh, I think I
0: saw that. Was that a comment on Instagram? Wasn't it?"
2: Yeah, and I'm like. Well, I will show you ones that aren't perfect. Those are the ones I'm not selling or the ones that are too decayed because there was a ton of them that were t- too decayed to yeah. sell because whatever was in them had gotten moist and then it, you know, ruined them. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 they're not rep. I'm not going to sell you a replica. I'm going to try and do my best to sell mm-hmm. vintage and antiques because that's what I like. I don't want to replica Yeah. A yeah.
1: Well, and like we mm-hmm. went to an estate sale mm-hmm. and this woman had like everything we bought was in amazing condition Mm -hmm. like i bought like a metal cabinet and it looks brand spanking new except it has some rust on the bottom and i somebody had messaged me on my own my personal instagram asking um what store i got it from because that couldn't be a vintage one because it was in too good of a shape
0: well this woman so she was 90 plus years old 92 92 no children no family lived on her own and stuff just kind of started accumulating in her home well her okay the stairs to this house is like the basement were like climbing a ladder it was danger it was literally like this like the angle was so steep you were on top of yourself coming back up the stairs so everything in her basement was damn near untouched because she couldn't go down there yeah, for probably the last what thirty years. Well, Linda had said she was still doing her
1: laundry because the washing machine and stuff were down there, and I think maybe she fell or something. That's
0: when they were like, "Nope." Oh my god, you're I done. She's still going to that basement. Yeah, but see, I, that's
2: the difference. I mean, you have people that take care of stuff. And they, yeah. Every Christmas, they put the ornaments right back in their original container and mm-hmm. they put it in a box and they wrap it. And then you have, you know, you have other people that just throw that shit and they store it in the garage and it gets hot and the paint flex. And it, mm-hmm. you know, it just really is hit and miss. It's never, you know, I have had people go, well, that looks too new. And I'm like, I can't help it that the person was anal retentive and did everything. Well, that's the, just it. Yeah. Some people wanted to take care of their stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this house had nothing newer than probably 1980. And that was pushing it. That's pushing it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, it was, uh, she
0: was like the one and done type of person. And mm.
2: some of those, that's how they lived though. They weren't going to waste mm-hmm. their money on something that they already had, especially no. when the thing that yeah. they had still worked. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I can remember when we were little and my mom had olive green um, washer and dryer and she was like, I would still wish I had it. Cause it lasted forever. But you know, I mean, you go into some people's house and they still have all of that stuff. It all still works and it all looks new.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah her washer and dryer were was like a burnt orange mm-hmm. color yeah <laughs> isn't
2: that it was crazy awesome.
1: it was awesome my husband was like we should take these too and i'm like no we don't need those
0: oh and i wanted her kitchen it was like they were like chippy pink yeah cabinets chippy pink
1: cabinet and the, and the f-
0: sink mm-hmm. the sink was this pink that you love yeah
1: yeah Very it was, cool. so cute. It was a cute little house
0: it was it was um very fun. And speaking of estate no. sales, Brandy, you've done the Are estate you sale walk down on
1: the estate sale. I like looking through it. Oh my God, Brandy, she gets
2: it's
0: like, getting worse, but it's, it's fun. Bad. So today I reached out to some friends for some help and we're going to do a little different okay. for you today. We're doing a rapid fire estate sale. Okay. We a lot of fail. options here. Yeah. We're at a flea market. Okay, we're going through the booths. Like, we're do we wheeling have and dealing. Five
1: seconds to make a decision,
0: or is it ten? Um, it should be rapid fire. Quickly. Like a rapid test. Quickly. I you. We got some wicked leaning over you like me, gonna pick it up.
1: <laughs> and then I would be like, okay, ma'am, go ahead and take it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're wheeling and dealing through a flea market. We got our carts, okay? Yep. We got our sun hats. Brandy and I both have our overalls on. Yep. We're ready to party.
1: Wait a minute. Why don't I have overalls? You
0: can have overalls on. Is that our team uniform? Sure. Let's make it. Town uniform. Yep. Got it. So we're in. We got our stuff on. We're coming up to the first booth. And on the table, there is several different piles. But the ones we hone in on are antique and vintage plastic animals or wooden sewing wheels and spools. I'm taking the animals. Animals animals. Whoa. Spools. I'm going spools. Okay. Next table. We have a vintage X-ray light box or um, just a a stack of vintage X-rays. Which one do you take? X-rays. God. Wow. (laughs) I'm getting the light box.
1: (laughs) This is mine. Get out of here. I was here first.
0: (laughs) Okay. The next one we come to is cast iron toys or
2: um magic lantern slides magic lantern slides iron oh toys i don't even know i mean you mean i well let's say <laughs> <toys> or, <laughs> or lead toys cuz if they're lead toys i'm going with lead okay yeah that's there i'm taking the lead toys you, you took a
0: little nibble on it and you're like this is lead <laughs> for yeah. sure like it, it. <laughs> uh what was the other one um cast iron or the magic lantern slides oh, yeah. i don't know if you've seen those have you seen those no Oh, they're, they're so cool let me I show you i think
1: i know what you're talking about but i'm not
0: i i think you would go with those like that's what my is. they're like tiny oh things. yeah they're yeah, like yeah tiny I, yeah. yeah yeah that's what i want and he would slide it over the light in the yeah. lantern yeah yeah that's was what i shit. want okay this next one is there's a bucket of glass eyes or a bucket of tiny bisque dolls.
2: Eyes. I'm going with I the don't eyes. want either.
0: Eyes. You don't want either? You're no, passing. No, I'm
2: passing. Oh, pass. come you on. Guys. You have a friend. That's
1: the <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll get the doll parts.
0: Okay. All right. And y'all
1: can share. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. We got it. Okay. This last one has to do with furniture. Oh. There is a beautiful mid century modern sectional or an egg cha- chair. What? what
2: did I do to you?
0: I didn't do this. This is from this is a listener submitted. I'm going to take sale. the egg chair. Ooh. That, is, that would be something you had in your house. Hey, listeners, I'm mad at you right now.
2: <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm horrible at furniture. Uh, the sectional. Oh, yeah. I need to yeah. learn more about furniture. Oh, <sighs> man.
0: I know, right? I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do the section. Okay, Okay. we're almost through. I already regret that decision. I'd like to get some corn at this point if we're at the flea market. (laughs) Oh, yeah, some crazy corn. And some sweet tea. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Okay, this this is the last one. And it's weird. Okay. There is the last booth we're coming to is like medical, funeral, weird, oddity kind of stuff. There is a box of teeth. Some fake, some real, and um, medicine bottles, apothecary bottles. Oh, the bottles.
2: Oh, geez, I want both of them.
0: Okay, I will take, I'll get the bottles. I'll get the you teeth. You can grab the teeth.
2: Yeah, I just sold some teeth today. No, yeah, nice. I sold Henry's curls and two of his baby teeth. You sold the curls? Yes, that. wasn't that crazy? Oh, that kid had more curls than any girl.
0: Look yeah, we have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of curly doodads. So what's, what's going on uh, with the pocket in the coming year? What is,
2: what's your plans? Oh man, you know, I sit down all the time and I try and give myself new, but first of all, I always have my monetary goal, which my husband just laughs at, but I do. And it's, it's only usually $10 more a day and sometimes a little bit more, but that's what I do. I love that. That seems like such an achievable goal. I like that goal. I like that. Yeah. And what it takes to to do it. You know, how many more things I have to list? How many that I have to look at new trends? I have to you know, you have, I do all this homework. It, this is not easy. You know, a lot of people think I just do this and it's not, mm-hmm. I, I work all the time. I, when I go to bed, I go to bed at nine 30 and I stay up till 10 30, looking at the internet and looking at what's selling and what's, and what people are calling stuff now. Cause that freaking changes by every day too. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah. And then I, t- You know, I go back and forth about getting a building and then opening it once a month like I did in McKinney because I have a lot of customers who are like, I would come, I would come. But then I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, But my main goal in 2021, first of all, is to uh, do more taxidermy because I kind of let that slip over the last year of um, since moving here and getting acclimated with the weather and getting acclimated just with uh, tons of things. Um, well, and you guys did so much to that house yeah. in the first year oh, of being still, there. I mean, it's still non, it's nonstop. That's yeah. like I've been, before I sat down here, I was clean sanding lath outside. So oh, um, where are you putting that? In the kitchen. And we took it, take it down, take the lath, we, we took all the sheetrock down and you take all the, the other stuff down the plaster down and then that exposes the lath. but the lath has to be cleaned, so you take it all off and you sand it and then my husband's putting it back up i'll I'll post a picture but it's crazy the amount of time it takes that is very uh that's a lot yeah it is a lot but i don't want uh i i want our house to be different i don't want i don't want sheetrock walls Mm -hmm. in in every room and so anyway Mm -hmm. um But yeah, that's my main goal is to do more taxidermy and do different taxidermy, new ideas, new, you know, new things I have in my head. Um, I love that. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know how 2020 was for you. You know, we spoke like at the end of summer and now we're here. I feel like because of the way the year has gone and just everything being a literal dumpster fire, has it changed your perspective? Like it's changed my perspective on what's achievable Like it that like constraints before were just imaginary weird roadblocks.
2: 2020, aside from the COVID and the loss, was a really good year for the pocket. Good, it was a really good year. Not only, um, not only did I gain a lot of um good people. You know what I mean? I get mm-hmm. You can gain likes all you want, but gaining good likes is my goal because I feel yeah. like slow and steady is what's going to get me where I need to be mm-hmm. as certain goals that I have in life because I hope to still be doing this when I'm 75 years old. Mm-hmm. And I want the people that are there, I want them to be good people. I, and I don't want them just to be good online. I, I want to see their life. You know, I get so wrapped up sometimes in only... The people that follow me. I would like to start following other people. And I put Mm -hmm. that out there a couple of years ago. Hey, if you have a page, tell me about it. If you have something, message me. Hey, check this out. Because sometimes you get so focused on, you know, what you're, how many likes you have Mm -hmm. and how many of this. I want to venture out and to see what other people are doing because Mm -hmm. I I like it. I like seeing what people do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like, and I feel like 2020 has let people. Live out—they're in a box, but they can live outside that box through the internet. And I have traveled the world in 2020 yeah. through, through Instagram, and I freaking love it. Yeah, it's it's like, oh, true. Yeah, it's I'm true. showing my husband all this stuff, and he's like, "Is that happening?" And I'm like, "It's happening in people's bedrooms." That's what's so yeah. cool. I mean, everybody's feeling all this boxed in, and I'm over here thinking that I, I went somewhere and mm-hmm. gained so much. So while I know it was a horrible year for a lot of people and um, especially brick and mortar small businesses, I'm one of those kind of people. I just want to go, Hey, have you thought about doing this? Hey, have you thought about doing this? Cause I'm sitting there thinking yeah. about those things for them. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. It's
0: definitely been like, it's getting now to the point where it's more silver lining E for me when I, when I'm looking yeah, back like on you the can year.
1: see the light at the end of the tunnel uh-huh. kind of thing. Like, you know, Stuff happened for a reason. Yeah. And we're getting to that point where we're finding out what that reason is.
0: Well, like, for instance, so my couple of wins without this whole thing with COVID and being shut down and having to adjust my outside real job. Right. I would have never had this much time to dedicate yeah. to the show because it's like a part time job for me. Yeah. You have. Which I don't, but I don't mind it. I love every yeah, single. It's not a job if you like it. I mean, it is, no. but it
2: is. It's like me. I my husband said you work so hard, and I'm like, <laughs> I start laughing. I'm like, I really don't work that hard. He goes, yes, you. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I guess I do, but I enjoy it so much that it doesn't make me cranky. Yeah. You know? No, I always go home
1: feeling like, oh my god, that was an amazing interview. We met mm-hmm. a new person that you know is a friend of the pod now, yeah. and. Like we've met so many interesting people through this. Like I am super introverted and Sam can attest to this. When she first, I was like, I don't want to talk. I will just be there in spirits. But no, we've met, we've had new friends and it's just like, it's opened up a
2: lot. Yeah, of, And you feel yeah. like you've grown, even in this thing where everyone's pressing in on you and 2020 is like suffocate. You still have mm-hmm. grown. And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, I'm the same way. I don't like to talk. My husband's always ready. You need to talk more. You need to do this more. You need to do that more. And I'm not that person. I'm really not. I mean, everybody's like, oh, but you're so taught. You like to talk. And I'm like, mm, this is for right. Yeah. 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 I have no problem hanging up in this attic all day long mm-hmm. and not talking to anyone. So yeah, sure. So yeah. It is. It, it is. Uh, I think 2020. I hope that people. Can see some lot li- silver lining, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if they've even the smallest thing. Even if you met two people that have yeah. changed your outlook or made you look something up on the internet, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. a lot. Some of that is me. I'm like, I gotta find out where this place is. I gotta yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't even know where this. Per- and to me, that's what 2020 people should take from it.
0: Yeah, 2020, I learned to give myself permission to like just enjoy things even if i'm not really really great at them yeah you know just just enjoy this just do this you don't you know it, we live in such a s- strange time where it, it almost feels like all of your hobbies have to be perfect
1: yeah like you almost have to 100 be perfect yeah before
2: you talk so we- about it you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's like, you can't put it out there on the clipboard that you're doing mm-hmm. this because somebody's there to check off some red marks or something, you know? And I'm like, right. no, I, I'm going to, I'm going to try and do this. And I may not be any good mm-hmm. in it. It's like, I always yeah. told Eric, I'm going to try and learn how to paint. I can't draw a circle, but I'm going to try and learn how to paint. And he's like, somebody will love it, Brandy, just do it. And I'm like, <laughs> maybe, maybe I can do that this year. Cause mm-hmm. I have all this, you know, all this new energy from being cooped up. That I can mm-hmm. that I can explore something else,
0: for yeah. sure. Yeah, I love that. Somebody'll love it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Somebody it's true. Who. Yeah, because you don't you don't know everyone's taste, and you don't know. I mean, when I started this, did I think anyone was going to buy my taxidermy? Um, no, mm-hmm. no, I did not. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking I'm wasting all this energy and these little mice, and no one's going to buy this. And then it just kind of took off. So you just, yeah. you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and I don't know about you, but I, it's to me, like us starting this podcast and with your mice, it's like, I hope people are out there like, that's, I can, I want to do something like that. Yeah. Like I'm going to take that leap and try something and know that you'll find your people, yeah. like you'll find your people. And I think that's the one good thing about social media is you find your group
2: Hmm. Without
1: social media before, it was like, I'm not doing that because the people around me will just shame Mm -hmm. me and I don't want that. But with this, it's like, yeah, I, you know, like I am 40 years old and I have tattooed sleeves that I just barely got. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, I want to do that. And it's like, do it. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Just do it.
0: Yeah. It's it's hard because we're so connected to live so. Uh, what's the word bravely and fearlessly because mm-hmm. there's always an audience. Yeah. Always an audience. So I'm, I'm kind of look
2: at it anymore is there's an audience and if they want to stick around fine, if they don't, that's fine too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you can be on your merit. You don't have to like this. I'm not going to force yeah. you to like it. I'm not going to force you to, you know, it, during the election and stuff, I lost some followers and I talked to some people and they're like, Brandy, they don't have to stay you know, they don't have to stay, yeah. but somebody else will come and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to worry about it. And mm-hmm. he was just like, you, you want the good likes, you want the good people that are good all the way around, not just on some yeah. little screen. And I was like, yeah. yeah, that
0: makes sense. Makes me feel better. Yeah. I, I yeah. like that. Yeah, I do too. Hmm. Yeah. Cause it is, um, you know, as you get older and you, you it's, you're always kind of working through those same kind of emotions in a different way of, I don't want to make anybody mad, but I also don't want to compromise who I am mm-hmm. now. Yeah.
2: yeah and when you, do have you have girls to you're... At four, What, what, how old are you guys? I am 30 and I am 40. Yeah. So you're, you're almost there. Like when I think it was about 43, I was finally like, you know what? I'm just going to be me. And if people like it, great. Mm-hmm. If they don't, great. It's not like I need a parade. You know I mean? Well, I have to tell yeah, you, yeah, you're but...
0: one. Of, so I love overalls, right? I, I wear them all the time now. But I always do like my little brandy homage and I do my buns on top of my head yeah. to go to work. <laughs> Every time I wear overalls and I put my I brought I bought during quarantine these floral Crocs. <laughs> They're so cute. And I wear them. I wear the fuck out of those things. And everybody always like everybody always goes like, oh, my God,
2: I love your Crocs. And I was like, they make me smile every it's all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm serious, you guys. It's all the. It's like I spend so much time laughing anymore. I send my mom these dumb videos and she's like, you laugh so much. I'm like, I go back to these videos like the lady who talks about not jacking up and on Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my God. It's so funny. I <laughs> Thanksgiving's been over for two weeks and I'm still watching that video. <laughs> you know, it's those things that uh-huh. you find that just hang on to them if they make you laugh and they make you mm-hmm. sleep. Those mm-hmm. are the things you need to hang on. The rest of it, frig it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You just got to cut, you got to cut it away.
1: Yeah. yeah. You got to trim that. The
0: the stupid video I'm laughing at repeatedly is there's this audio on TikTok and it's a, it's must be from some British TV show. Um, but it's two people talking and one of it's like, um, (laughs) It, the caption is the um it's a cat and it says she, her nap was too long today so she's like making biscuits the cat is and the audio says and the one audio is like you're going to be all right and she's like no i'm not going to be all right i'm going to lose me job and she's just like, <laughs> frantically making biscuits i'm going to lose me job <laughs> and i now i have every to look t- this up. I, Okay, <laughs> let me see. I'll try and find it. But every time i do something stupid during the day i just go i'm going to lose me job. <laughs>
2: it's it's really that simple
0: it's really that it is
1: and it is and I try to teach my kids that that they're very much in like the stuff like the Mm. brands and all that kind of stuff because they're trying to be accepted and I tell them this is a moment in your time that these people won't be with you down the road yeah like I don't remember like I have like maybe five very close friends That I consider my people and to my daughter, that's not enough. And it's like, no, you don't, you don't want a big circle of people. You just want, you
2: and she'll get, I mean, you know, my son is, he's 24 now going to be 20. Yeah. 24. I used to tell him the same thing. And we, I used to go and I would explain to him, this doesn't matter. None of this matters. It's just a stepping stone for where you're going. And mm-hmm. he and I t- would tell him all the time about friends. And I said, and at some point in your life, you'll realize that who your friends are. Yeah. And they're the ones that don't give a shit what you have on your ass or on mm-hmm. in your hair or on your feet. They, they mm-hmm. don't care about any of that. Yeah, stuff. they don't care. Yeah.
0: And it's a beautiful place to get to. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because that other stuff, man, that'll drive you crazy. Yeah. And
0: And that's, you know, I, I work in the beauty industry, right. And it can be pretty toxic. And when I first started working in the beauty industry, and I worked for a company, I got to see that really ugly side of people just thinking that they were better than somebody because of their clothes or their status or how much they charged for a haircut. And I remember being in a room filled with these people. And I was just like, I this is disgusting. Like you, you are just, everybody was in the same position at one point in their life in their trade. Right. So, and I've said it before, I would not be the hairdresser I am today. Had it not been for people that taught me how to be the hairdresser I am. And as soon as you forget that shit is when you get like nasty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When you, Yeah. Well, and it's the same way with nursing because you know, the joke is like nursing will eat their young. And I hated that. I hated that so much when new grads would come and like the nurses that have been there for years are just like, well, hopefully you don't kill anybody. And it's like, no, let's teach them how, you know, to take care of people. Mm-hmm. Like I love teaching students. Yeah. Like when we'd get a new grad, I would love to be like, I would always grab them and I'm like, hey, I'm going to do something. I want you to watch, mm-hmm. ask all your questions so that you know what to do next time. And I just don't understand where we got into the society of I'm better than you. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like
2: it's don't think be that it's person. In every, I think it's in every profession and every there's no more it's it's so weird to me how people don't want to teach anyone anything. They're so afraid of the competition. Mm-hmm. And competition yeah. is what makes you better. It's yes. it's what makes you go to work every day and be better at that other person. And not so much better as in, I'm better than you, but strive to be better within yourself. And I, yeah, and I, I, I tell people yeah, about that junkie. Exactly. They're like, "You, why are you helping me? And I'm like, because if you have good shit, and I have good shit, and that person has good shit, then that's going to bring more people. Because yeah. they're going to come here, and they're going to see it all, and they're going to want to come back. And that's the important mm-hmm. part, is the coming back. Yeah, I think people lose sight of that because they're so competitive on levels that don't even matter. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: like, like there's a, like there's a common thing in the hairdressing world where like ha- hairdressers to hairdressers some, not all, will they won't share their color formula from person to person or give it to their client. And to me it's just such a weird arbitrary rule because I'm like I could write that color formula down and give it to any hairdresser because at the end of the day that hairdresser's not me.
2: Well, yeah. how many clients can you actually see in a day, in a month? It's like. Right. It's so, it's a,
0: it's a weird, this weird ownership thing of people. When I'm like, in my opinion, I am always grateful that somebody chooses to spend their time with me. Yeah. But I don't own them. Yeah. No. Yeah. They could go to anybody else I work with. They could sit in this chair next to me and I will never think ill of them. No.
2: Because it's not my choice. I just don't think you would
0: gain anything by it not even how are you what are
2: you going to gain by being being rude to someone or you know Mm -hmm. talking down about how somebody sets their booth or how somebody you know does somebody's hair or takes care of a how does that how do you gain anything from that no you don't but you You could gain a lot by helping them Yep. yes yeah
1: yes it's it's the same thing you want to teach the next generation so you know that well, and especially in nursing, I want to make sure that that nurse who's taking care of me is competent yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to be at a crotchy old woman and she needs to know how to handle mm-hmm. that.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it, it's a, pl- it's a win, win for not just mm-hmm. that person you're teaching, but everyone that has to deal with that person, everyone yeah. that has to, is that boss person's boss, you know, mm-hmm. not be- below them and above them. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah, helping is never a bad thing it's just never a bad thing i don't believe it's no. never no
0: nope, okay i found that noise i'm going to put it up to the phone to the <laughs> microphone hold on it's just so funny yeah, Now
2: i'm panicking don't panic no i am because i'm going to lose my job oh it's that no i am because i'm going to lose my job <laughs> that's some english show i know it know I, I gotta look at it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: No, I'm panicking. Don't panic.
2: No, I am because I'm gonna lose my job. You know that I could play that for my parents. They would probably be able to name the name the show, oh, for episode. You should. I'm panicking. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my job. I'm gonna You're think gonna that now. For all. I'm gonna lose my job. That's why I come down every morning. Would you want a biscuit? <laughs> <But I'm constantly laughs> no biscuits. For tea. Biscuits at home now. That's the new thing. I've never had so many biscuits in my life. <laughs> Husband, Why do you say it like that? And I'm like, say it like what? He
0: said, You, well, say you want biscuit?
2: So I said, Are we really going to argue about how I say biscuit? Do you want a friggin' biscuit
0: or not? Do you want this effing biscuit or not? <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm asking. Just roll through different accents every day. Oi, you want biscuit? <laughs> I think you do it. What indirectly. other accents
2: can you do? Yeah, I was oh,
0: going to say. Uh, let's see. Oi, you want biscuit? Hey, um, right. You want biscuit or no <laughs> i right, so i was thinking about this and i have about seven biscuits i'd like to share with you you want one you want one of these biscuits you want one i'll take one i'll take one and then you could get to like uh i can't go back to an english like new york i yeah <laughs> i know it's just like i it gets weird <laughs> no because that's what happens in my brain when i hear accents on the television i just have to say them back out loud <laughs>
1: yeah so there was like some i can't remember it was like russian shy spies or something in my head wasn't i was like are they going to get the vodka where's the vodka my husband's like if you say that goddamn word one more time
0: and i'm like do you need the vodka i'll go get you the vodka. I'll get the vodka there this is the last tiktok reference No, it's okay not. there's this chick that she was alanis morrisetting her husband So she would start recording, and she would be across the house, and she'd go, "And I'm here."
2: (laughs) That kind of reminds me of that goat that they do, yeah.
0: (laughs) So she would be like doing, (laughs) yeah, Mm -hmm. yep. It'd be like (laughs) to remind you. would be like, for the love of God. (laughs) And it's another one of my favorites. I like, need to meet yeah, these I people. Know, totally people. <laughs> they make I know, enjoyed.
2: They're making laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like...
0: Well, we've taken up enough of your time this evening. <laughs> um. Okay, all seriousness now. Let's get to it. I was very happy when we did like that poll of who our listener favorites were. Yeah, I because I we always like to know what.
1: What their favorites were, mm-hmm. because we, I mean, they're all become our favorites. For
0: sure. It's interesting. We, You and I sit down when we record on Sundays every week and we look over the numbers for the week and we can see which episodes are listened to mm-hmm. and consistently Brandy's episode is listened to. And so it just felt natural to have her on again and to talk about um, the one thing we got the most questions about after her show, which is her mouse tars her taxidermy no and it's so fun that
1: uh her reaction to it too like she uh when we told her that she was the most wanted person to be recorded again because of her little mouse taxidermies she was she uh, thought we were full of shit we were like kidding she was like no that's not true
0: so it was um it was like sitting down with old friends again and we Mm -hmm. had so much fun and because we heavily covered just like her personal stuff and uh, taxidermy, and she covered a lot of it, this is not a real fact-heavy curio corner.
1: No, I mean, really, there. I mean, we talked a lot about um, the taxidermy side of it and um, a couple other things, but nothing because we covered that in the first yeah. episode with her. But so we're just gonna touch on a few things and so we're gonna just give a little history about um, taxidermy itself which this uh, information comes from the museum of idaho.org oh, nice right here in good old idaho falls Nice job. um so it says the first known taxidermists were ancient egypt's egyptians they developed early forms of animal preservation using injections spices oils and such As early as 2200 BC, they were preserving and mummifying the pharaohs, dogs, cats, monkeys, birds, etc. And then burying them in the tombs with them. They even preserved a hippopotamus.
0: Whoa. Could you imagine trying to do that back in the old times? They also, this is the correct terminology if you're wondering, they just seem very wet. (laughs) It's a lot to preserve. It is. (laughs) I know. Just keep
1: pushing more and more into it like mm-hmm. the swears an egyptian mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. um since the purpose of taxidermy for the egyptians had little to do with the art and or anatomy the final products didn't have to and more likely did not look like their lively selves not so much i could just imagine you know like when you get a pillow that's like not stuffed right again yeah i just remember like imagine like a lumpy hippo.
0: It's funny that we're covering it now because I recently watched a documentary on in, uh, on Instagram on Netflix um, about the tombs in Saqqara. Oh, yeah. And they found a necropolis and it was just like it was filled with so many cats and uh, mummified cats that had been given as like offerings and protection and all that stuff. But they found in one of these tombs the first ever documented lion cub. And Ooh. the linen it was wrapped in because they had they were marked in different effigies and different sacred right. symbols and whatnot, this lion cub was obviously bigger than the domesticated cats or the cats that mm-hmm. were already in the tomb, but this had a uh, like almost like a bee on the in the middle of its head, mm-hmm. and they had hand painted a face on the linen shroud that they had wrapped the the ties and stuff really. It was really interesting, huh? I'll have to watch that um but yeah,
1: so I mean. The earliest known mount though in existence is uh, a crocodile and it's hanging from the ceiling in the cathedral of Point Nosa, Italy, Oh, which now I'm going to put that on my to-do list to go see that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> cause she uses molds mm-hmm. and I, a couple articles, um, and this one even talks about it. The earliest taxidermy, uh, s- they're stuffed with like sawdust or rags or whatever they can find. So, yeah, those animals do not look...
0: It's like stuffing like the Build-A-Bear. You just keep putting that <laughs> fluff like in there. The, that bad taxidermy. Like, what's that fox that's like sitting on a chair that just looks <laughs> like a tired mom? <laughs> <Yeah>. I'll still <laughs> find a picture of it. Yeah, and that's always so interesting to me when people find antique taxidermy. Like, mm-hmm. missing an arm to see what it's filled with. Because it was. It's like folk art. On yeah, the
1: and that's how they said you can... Um, you can tell between uh like an earlier done taxidermy compared to modern because they're, they're stuffed literally and more modern day taxidermy, they use uh, molds. Like you can mm-hmm. actually buy a mold of the animal that you're putting the skin back on.
0: Yeah. And they're like not fiberglass, but they're a, like a, a high density, like low weight type polymer plastic yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, but
1: interesting enough, they, um, not only did they stuff them with, you know, different bits and odds and ends, uh they usually uh used arsenic, oh, which was widely used to repel insects from the late 1700s and up to the um 20th century, even oh. 1980s taxidermies Yikes. have been known to have arsenic on well, it. Well, cuz
0: when we talk to Kate from Bitter Squeaks, mm-hmm. she talks about getting rid of her Victorian taxidermy for that. Yeah, matter. before
1: that Um, Reason. Wow. Um, But now you know because our snake is so poisonous, they use um, less dangerous chemicals like
0: borax. Yeah, and I found that interesting with Brandy how she chose to take more of a quote unquote homeopathic way to taxidermy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, instead
1: of that's how I would probably do it.
0: You know, because here where we're from, there's a lot of taxidermy places. There's a lot of taxidermy, and it's very traditional. Western taxidermy and is done Mm -hmm. in the way of some pretty harsh chemicals. Yeah. And it's quite
1: the process
0: too. Yeah.
1: Like it's a, it's not, I mean, there's a reason these taxidermy animals are so expensive because the
0: process alone takes months. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I had a client that her husband did it as like his hobby. He had a business of it, but it wasn't his primary business. And, and, They used to have people bring their mounts in and there's like, you know, the mounts that are like the full bust of the animal, Mm -hmm. the neck and everything people would, then the excess fur that's left is like a called a Cape Mm -hmm. and people would determine by themselves what they thought the proper amount of Cape would be. And I remember my client bitching about it and I didn't know anything about it, but you're like, uh, and then I would, of course, being me be asking (laughs) a bunch of questions about taxidermy and this and that. And she just looked at me like I was insane.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I just want to know how to do it. <laughs> You're like, I'm just trying to find some yeah. tips here. Like, wrong crowd. Read the rooms. So. <laughs> Not you, Sam. You just keep on going. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was like tons of articles on how to do it, where to go, what to use. I kind of fell down a little. <laughs> Rabbit hole. A rabbit hole yeah but uh the museum i know their article really kind of touched everything because it even talks about um in the victoria area uh which was popular for eastern european scientists so they would examine the species like find the innards and outers yeah. and then they would taxiderming it so i mean i could see that yeah. Like that's something I would do. Like, yeah, haul that. What's that? Let's cut it open. <laughs>
0: what is this thing? There was a um PBS show that was inside the bodies of giants or something, and it was like if there was like a beached whale, oh, they yeah. would have a scientist that would go out and deconstruct the animal and make the show about it. It was very interesting.
1: Yeah, I um what was I reading? I was reading an article the other day and they found a um I think they called it like a prehistoric puppy. Oh, and uh, he was mummified because he was during the ice age. So they found him in ice pretty much preserved. Wow. And they went open. They opened the stomach and they found a chunk of a woolly rhino. Oh, she was hungry. So he had a last meal and then he fell. Oh, but like the teeth on that thing was like the size of your head. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah not a puppy guys No, <laughs> like a small calf <laughs> no.
0: wow yeah so that i find i always find interesting i always mean, so find it i think was it here that i told the story of how i judged 10 feet what it's the dumbest fucking thing so you okay you know like when you were growing up and you're learning about animals or whatever and they would tell you the size of an animal yeah and then you're just like oh i know what 10 feet is well the swimming pool that i grew up going to in my small town the deep end was 10 feet So whenever somebody would mention (laughs) the size of an animal, I would picture it standing on its hind legs in the deep end of the pool. I don't see. Yeah, I think most people did. Yeah. I always... It's still how I gauge what 10 feet is.
1: I always gauge by the size of a house. Oh. So when we were little, we we lived in a small apartment, and so... There was like three stories. And so anytime they said something was three stories long, I just imagine like a brontosaurus's head just like <laughs> laying on the roof because he's tired. <laughs> right. He, he yeah. needed a nap. Resting on top. <laughs> yeah. Weird <laughs> kid braids, man. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so if you want to jump down
1: that route. I mean, the way Brandy explained taxidermy made it sound like anybody could do it.
0: I know, which is troublesome for me. I know. Well, I'm then... waiting
1: to find like little mouse heads throughout your house.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry. It's going to be down here where we record. I was, we, we play with silly putty every time we record. Cause I have to keep my hands busy. Um, just cause I'm wild, not wild, but I just, I, my brain can't not sit idly by. And when Brandy gave us like kudos for our mouse head shapes out of the silly putty, <laughs> never been more proud of my accomplishments in my life. I know. Cause she made a good point. Like, when
1: she's teaching a class, you have to make them small. Yeah. Like, mouse heads are not the size of your fist. No. no that skin's you... <laughs> not going to fit back over. There's <laughs> a picture of the eyes getting really wide. <laughs> like, just really stretched out and, like, slits. <laughs> That's a bad taxidermy. Like, he's, like, gl- like glaring Please at you.
0: me. <laughs> Help me.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it was very cool. I can't wait to take a class from her one day. I know. I... That little mouse tars yeah i can't wait for you i hope you guys saw the picture of her little mouse tar we're gonna share them again she posted a couple after we recorded if you follow brandy and you were seeing a lot of her mouse tar stuff it was shortly after we spoke and we got a adorable view into her her home and hmm i she just is the cutest fucking I know. I love her. Um, house. one of the other things that really took off that I she wasn't expecting was the putz houses that she posted mm-hmm. with the the mean neighbor faces yeah. in them. Those
1: they really
0: the and she did a giveaway and the giveaway is done. If you're listening to this, it's it's done been happened. So sorry. But um they are the cutest things and I, I love putz houses. I make putts houses and I'm making putz houses for people for Christmas this year because pandemic. And, um, it was really cool to, I have always seen them or I've always been around them, but I didn't necessarily know the history of them. And I always refer to them as putz houses mm-hmm. because this is the, the Germanic word for them. Mm-hmm. But another way that people know to refer to them as would be like, uh, Christmas villages, glitter houses, Christmas gardens, train gardens. Which I've never heard those two. Well, and it's funny, I've never heard those or putts house until Brandy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not um common. There was a woman in the antique study group that has a collection of antique putts houses oh. that she puts out for our Christmas. She lives over in the cute historic part of downtown. Oh. And she we had one year we had the Christmas program was at her house and I just
1: were you just staring? Oh, man. Like?
0: Her house is so cute. She redid one of the bathrooms back to like when the house was built. So it had that black and white penny tile from the, oh, like, the 1920s. My oh, God. my God. It's so cute. I'll reach out to her and see if I can get some photos from yeah, hers for this. That would be fun. But um with Putz Houses, the term Putz House is actually from Pennsylvania German Putz. It's compared to the archaic German Putz, which means like ornament or decoration or finery and Putzen. Which means to clean or decorate, which we always grew up saying, um, putzen, futzen and putzen about in my yeah. house. No, yeah. we don't. That's, I'm, well, sorry. It was, I grew up saying it and thought it was common. I'm Maybe trying to now, now, I'm trying to think, what did we say? Yeah, futzen and putzen. Stuff lollygagging. Yeah, lollygagging. Rubbernecking. Barding around. Oh, I don't know if rubbernecken's bad. We'll look it up. We may have to cut that. We'll see um but anyways the story seems to be that in germany families would create little holiday scenes often nativity scenes in their homes to celebrate christmas oh this article is from retro dot com which is actually where i got some patterns of houses I oh make. fun yeah and she links to um a website i'll link also that's kind of like it's one of those old 1999 websites that hasn't been updated like <laughs> yeah the it's very hard burst. to navigate yeah. Um, But anyways, they often made nativity scenes in their homes to celebrate Christmas. They would collect the bits and pieces from their tables for weeks. Hence, putzen, decorate, became putzing. Uh, Taking your time to decorate. Um, And then putzen means taking your grand old time. So anyways, the global expert in Putz House history seems undeniably to be Ted Althoff. A-L-T-H-O-F, Althoff who began collecting these little houses in the 1970s. That's the website I was referring to because uh, it is extensive, like history front to back, like pages and pages and pages of just putts history. Wow. Would have taken me a week to read through all of it. And he has just a brilliant collection in photos and history. And obviously we can't replicate that here because it goes on forever and covers every minutia Mm -hmm. that there could be. But these glittery little holiday houses date as early to 1928, which was surprising. You'd think they would go before that into the Victorian yeah. era. Um, but they were invented by the Japanese likely building on the concept of the small candy box houses that were being sold for the American market. So there's like some advertising and ephemera you can find that has paper houses that are printed on with the details. They're not handmade. Yeah. Um, And then they'd been making the American market for these candy boxes. The golden years of putts were from 1928 through 1937 because of World War II discouraged consumption. So people weren't decorating and doing anything like that. Right. And um, so they saw a dime store revival after World War II, like we saw with a lot of different mm-hmm. things we cover in a curio yep. corner. And when Japan began making and exporting them, their popularity waned by 1960 as consumers turned to other holiday decoration fashions, fashions which we see in a lot of like kitsch from the 50s was mm-hmm. made in Japan and yeah. manufactured yeah. and shipped. A lot of kitsch. And then the world changed again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But And then Putz Houses, when they were originally made, the glitter on the outside was like kind of like glass. Oh, So it was thicker. It was primarily silver or like uh, gray kind of color, like Mm -hmm. sugar. Yeah, And they were painted with like almost like a chalky kind of paint. Not an acrylic. They were heavy and they were small. And they were meant to like go over lights. Oh, yeah. That's really cute. They're really fun to decorate. And you can really, I'll find my way of making them is I find a good pattern that is universal to be used for different styled Mm -hmm. houses um and what i kind of put into it and then when i'm like we talk about in the episode when i'm estate sailing and whatnot i look for bits that will work well
1: oh that's Um, really cool and that's like a fun craft project it's and it's messy i had to take a picture of my spot it is a little messy
0: yeah putz houses are made from like thick cardstock weighted cardstock or like chipboard or thin cardboard. I don't really make mine out of thicker cardboard, just because it's harder to work with. Mm, yeah, and it's like hurts your hand to cut. Yeah, and so I usually cut with like a craft knife or an exacto knife mm-hmm. when I cut mine. I do the big detail work with sharp scissors, and then I either use hot glue or like Mod Podge or like Elmer's glue and clips and tape to hold it together. It's a process. It sounds like a process. But once you get it like built and you start adding all the fun designs and stuff it's just it's like brandy with her mouse tars like they have their own little yeah they take on their own little personality
1: yeah they speak to you
0: yes they tell you where you want to go yeah and there's been times i've got like almost through building one and i never finish it because i'm just like uh it's like i don't know what i'm doing now Nope, (laughs) throw it kick it across the room and that's that's all we covered yeah it was like we said it was a light
1: curio corner um but i mean it's always fun to talk to her Oh man. Wait. She's super cute.
0: Yeah, I can't wait until we can travel.
1: Yeah, me and too. go
0: look at her cute house. <laughs> I
1: know. We would be there forever. We're going to be Brandi, we're Sorry Brandy, just know that we'll look at every square inch. Yes. Please if you'll have us. But we'll also do a project if you need us to.
0: Ooh, yeah, put us to work. <laughs> but
1: so like always, um you can see all the items that we talk about um up this episode on our instagram the mothball prophecies original and on our website the mothball under brandy's tab uh, and follow us along as we still try to figure out twitter at the mothball mavens
0: and uh, we have received some really great listener stories we're getting ready to share that first episode with you guys it's oh going God. to be coming out so good guys and we would love to hear more please send your family heirloom or curio stories, your haunted items, biggest regret of an item you walked away from. There is a multitude of ways you can submit your listener stories. You can do it through Instagram, through the email tab, themothballprophecies.com under what's your curio. You can call our Google voice number, which is, hold please, still memorizing this, which the Google voice is really cool. So if you don't want your voice shared on the show, but you also don't have time to sit down, and write out your story the google voice uh transcribes your voicemail mm-hmm. and we can read it word for word that way the google voice number is 208-274-5242 so tell us your stories or you can email them directly at curios at mothballprophecies.com. as always thank you so much for listening i hope you find some good shit and I hope you
1: remember to look under the tables. Bye. Bye.